We have a wild 11 game NBA slate here on Friday, guys. And before we get into it, we got to recap last night's slate, which you would have thought, oh, a late, you know, three game slate. Nothing crazy going to happen, right? San Antonio Spurs were on the slate, guys. And you played Kelton Johnson. Got popped. Wow, that was, you know, three game slate again. I'm thinking, oh, now it's going to be chill, easy. This late night, nothing crazy. Away. Now with Popovich on the slate, we get news. Elton Johnson. Watched him all day. He's in. Okay. You know, whatever. Elton Johnson in. Okay. Five minutes before lock. Not in the starting lineup. Didn't get ruled out, though. I'm like, all right, there's no way he's playing. So I had to pivot off him. I had to scramble. Um, Because I basically had a full stack of that King Spurs game. So I had to move a couple things around. I didn't really love the way my lineup um, ended up, but it did get me onto Ben Simmons, who was one of my favorite contrarian plays. That worked out really, really well. And then we get the Jaden Ivey news of like 10 15. It's like, oh yeah, Jaden Ivey not in the starting lineup. I'm like, is he playing? I'm like looking, like it was just. And then we get news that they change it back to Jaden Ivey starting. How? Like, how is it that crazy of a slate for three games? But it was still a good night for me. Um, frustrating though, because my contrarian plays did really, really well. My three favorite contrarian plays in the slate were Ben Simmons, Leek Monk, Avicii Zubats. They all did really well. Um, but the chalk did not like my boy Sabonis busted. Unfortunately, uh, Trey Jones is popular. He was a bust. Uh, obviously Terrence Davis. And we talked about this too. So I want to like touch on that, how, I didn't understand the massive ownership gap with Davis and Malik Monk. And in this contest, it was 82% Davis, 11% Monk. Now, I know, right? Terrence Davis was starting. He had a great game last game. But the season, Malik Monk's been the much better player. So, like, I just didn't understand why. I know Davis is a bit cheaper. Like, I I get that. But the ownership should not have been that wide. Um, And I ended up playing both. And I thought about fading Terrence Davis. But I ended up playing both. And Monk was huge reason why uh, I was in the cash going for 35 fancy points. But yeah, Ben Simmons, that was my other favorite contrarian play. So talk about this, how, you know, last game I noticed he was much more aggressive offensively. And I was like, maybe just a one game thing, maybe. But I was like, what if he keeps it going? And too, like we knew that Nick Claxton was going to be a popular play. The one way to leverage that was to go Ben Simmons because they're basically playing the same position. Now they did play a little bit alongside each other. But, you know, a lot of the time, Ben Simmons was playing small ball five. So I was like, okay, if Ben Simmons comes out and plays really, really well, at Claxton, Chalk is not doing it. And I also was like, okay, Portland likes closing small with Justice Winslow. So I think there's a good chance Ben Simmons closes. He did, unfortunately, foul out, but still went for almost 50 fancy points. Um, Navicha Zubac went for like 22 rebounds, but didn't get the double-double somehow. Um, but yeah, so that's the recap there, guys. It was a good night overall. Uh, frustrating though when the contrarian plays hit and the chalk uh, misses. But um, yeah, guys, if you are looking for in-depth content, you can check my Patreon link down below. A lot of different packages and prize picks. Don't forget, they are the sponsor of the video. You can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. All right, so let's get into the video. Miami, Washington. We started off with a crazy one here. Miami, no Jimmy Butler, no Tyler Hero, no Oladipo. Deadman, I believe, is probable. He's questionable, but I, th- I think they said he's, he's more on the probable side. Martin said he plans to play, and Bam and Abayo uh, status is up in the air. So um, let's just say if, if Bam and Abayo is in. So if Bam and Abayo is in, obviously Bam looks amazing against Washington. No Jimmy, no Tyler the Hero, and Kyle Lowry looks really good. Right, Those two would kind of run the offense. They would look really, really good. 
The other starters, so you would see Lowry in the starting lineup with Struess, um, Martin, Butler, and then they could do a couple different things here. They could go a little smaller and throw like Gabe Vincent in the starting lineup. Um, they could go a little bit bigger, maybe throw a guy like Jovich at the four. Um, yeah, so they have, they have a few different options, but either way, Miami's a team who are going to want a lot of exposure to. Um, uh, and if Bam and Abayo gets rolled out too, then things get really, really crazy. So yeah, Bam, Lowry look good. Struess, you guys know what the deal is with him. If he knocks down a shot, so he can get you there. Martin's kind of fine, but um, off the bench, I do like, you know, whether he starts or comes off the bench, Gabe Vincent. Um, he's been playing pretty big minutes. I think he's a good value at 4-6. Duncan Robinson probably finds his way into a lot more minutes, especially Bam and Abayo's out too. He's only 3.2K. Again, Jovich. So, like, if Bam out of bio's out, most likely Jovich starts. Um, he played 24 minutes. He kind of split time with Dwayne Dedman. Um, and then, like, maybe we can start looking at guys like Jamal Kane, Haywood, Highsmith, if Bam's out, too. So, um, yeah, kind of a wild one to start this slate off of Miami and Washington. Moving on to the Washington side, more easy to talk about here. Um, basically, just Porzingis that I've interested in. That's about it. If Bam out of bio plays, downgrade to Porzingis. If Bam's out and you get Porzingis against, like, Nikola Jovich, uh, or Deadman, then that's a boost to, to Porzingis. And he's looked really well, uh, or he's played really well recently. Had a good game even with Brad Beal out. So I do have some interest in Porzingis, but the rest of the team kind of priced up from when Beal was out. So not much else here. I mean, Danny Avia has been playing more of late, 30 plus minutes now the last four games. I guess he's probably the secondary option I would consider for Washington. Charlotte and Cleveland. So LaMelo Ball is out. Gordon Hayward, Dennis Jr., doubtful, not expected to play. So starting lineup, my guess is, you get Rogier, Oubre, McDaniels, Washington, and Plumlee. So, um, Rogier, Cleveland's been solid. Def- well, so they started the year off really good defensively. Of late, they haven't been that good, but um, Rogier should be their primary ball handler here without LaMelo and Dennis Jr. not expected to play. So, I do like him quite a bit. You guys know what I'm going to say about Kelly Oubre. I played this guy so many times early in the year. Every time he's playing 25 to 30 minutes, but when they're getting more guys back, oh, he's going to start playing 35 minutes a game. Like, you couldn't give me that at the beginning of the year when I would play him at low ownership. But he's he's going to be like the number two offensively. McDaniels most likely starts 4-7. He probably plays 30-ish minutes. He's a good value. Washington's fine. Plumlee has been playing well. This is a big front court against Cleveland. Him and Richards are going to split the center mats, but you're getting about 30 minutes for Plumlee right now and the rest Richards. And then, I mean, Maladon kind of overtaking Boak Knight as the backup guard at 3.9K. He is playable as well. On the Cleveland side, so Jared Allen status up in the air. Dean Wade, um, is he doubtful or questionable? I forget. He's doubtful. So he's not expected to play. Um, if Jared Allen's out, I think we have the same starting lineup of Mitchell, um, Garland, Harris LeVert, Mobley, and uh, Lamar Stevens. So um, of the top two guards, when you have Garland and Mitchell about the same price, I'm going to give the edge to Mitchell over Garland. Mobley, I mean, he's kind of been frustrated. It doesn't matter who's in, who's out. He's just, like, kind of there. I mean, he's, like, a fine play in the mid-range. Um, he does look better when he plays the five. Kevin Love shifted back to the bench, went back to only 20 minutes. So he's more of a tournament-only play, so he continues to come off the bench. I'm not messing with Levert in this slate. Lamar Stevens, again, started. He has played 30-plus minutes last couple games. He's fine. Low-usage guy. We can't expect four blocks again, but if you need, like, a saddle relief player, you can look to him. You can also look to Chetty Osman. He only played 13 minutes last game, but... Uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if he plays a lot more this game. So he's at least worth a look, I think, off the bench. Milwaukee and Philadelphia also really been pissing me off. Giannis, I played him last couple slates of low ownership. Four, like, he's giving me, like, a fantasy point a minute. Come on. Like, I played him last slate at, like, five, like less than 5% ownership. And you give me 43. First of all, both teams wave the white flag. It's like a 14-point game with, like, six minutes to go. 
Both teams empty the bench. I've never seen anything like it before. No one runs worse. But yeah, Giannis, um, whether or not Drew plays is still fine. Um, Drew Holiday, also my basketball team, been out for a while. Um, Drew's out and Grayson Allen's out. I mean, Jordan Noir's minutes have ticked up a little bit. He played a little bit in that blowout. Um, he's worth a look. Bochamp has been getting a lot of minutes. He was awful last game. Those guys are at least in consideration. And uh, Javon Carter will play the point guard position. I don't mind him if Drew is out. I mean, he has been playing really well this year. So a little bit interesting in some of those secondary options. The Philadelphia side, Embiid. Uh, yeah, he went for 100 fantasy points last game. That is insane. Um, he's really starting to uh, turn up here um, as we get, uh, you know, little bit into the season so like Embiid there at the top Harden out Tobias Harris now questionable too if Tobias Harris is out you gotta like Tyrese Maxey there's a little bit more usage for him um you know starting lineup so they ha- they did start Thibel over Melton last game but if, if Tobias Harris is out too I would think they need a little more offense so I would think that Melton starts and they go Maxey Melton Thibel PJ Tucker Embiid um, but yeah, if there's no Tobias Harris, I would think that you get more minutes for a guy like Yang, um, who's been playing, you know, somewhere around 15 to 20 minutes out the bench. So he'd be at least worth a look. Maybe we start looking at a guy like Shake Milton who could find his way into more minutes. So Tobias Harris news is definitely important. Orlando and Chicago. Fortunately, Carter Jr. is going to play. Uh, the reason I say that is because we're not going to be, oh, like, you can still go to Bowl Bowl, but he's not going to look as good. But yeah, low own Bowl Bowl. So I mentioned that that slate was a couple days ago. I was like, I said I really liked the other main magic in GPPs. Bull, Suggs, and Franz were the guys I mentioned because we knew Bombo was going to be chalk. Um, but those, like, Bull and, and Suggs both broke the slate. I don't know what Franz finished with. I think he was just, like, fine. Um, yeah, he was just fine. But um, Bull and Suggs smashed. But with Carter Jr. back, they don't look as good. So basically my breakdown is Carter, Franz, Bull, Suggs, all solid options. Chicago not been great defensively. I don't think there's any priorities. Um but they all look like pretty decent options. Chumo Kiki would be in the starting lineup at a 5.2K. That feels priced about right. Bamba, 5K, will come off the bench to play like close to 20 minutes. Fine GBP play. We also have Gary Harris back. That's another body in the mix. So that's why I don't know if I want to go crazy on the Magic on this game. On the Chicago side, I mean, revenge game narrative for Vooch. Um, his minutes have been down a little bit, but last game was a blowout. DeRozan, Levine, Vooch, all fine. This is just a boring team to talk about. Drummond is always someone in consideration for tournaments. He's a good point per minute guy. If Vooch gets in foul trouble, he finds his way into more minutes. He gets smash. Obi White's back. I mean, Drogic has him playing well off the bench. If you want to look to him for value, I guess that's fine. But pretty boring team there. Oklahoma City and Memphis. Jacobs Alexander just literally been phenomenal this year. Almost 10K for him, but I have no issue if you want to pay this price point. Memphis not been great defensively. They play fast, so I like Shea at the top. Giddy's fine in the mid-range. If you want it, this is what I'm talking about with the Thunder rotation. Everyone's like, oh, why are you not like liking Pokoshevsky more after this game? 14 minutes, 17 fantasy points is why. Because you can't trust what they're going to do with these secondary options. So Poku, Williams, Kenneth Trillium, JRE, Lindy Waters had a decent game. Wiggins, Wisconsin. if you want to mess with these guys in tournaments, be my guest. For me, single entry player, I'm crossing them off on an 11-game slate. On the Memphis side, Ja Goat Morant. Um, started that game really, really hot. Did kind of cool off. They started, uh, New Orleans started doubling Ja in the second half, but 10.5K for Ja. His usage goes way up without Bane. Still fine paying that price point for him. Dylan Brooks is there. He's going to get a lot of shots up. Um, he's not going to make a lot of shots, most likely. Jaron Jackson Jr. in his first game back played 25 minutes. Um, I mean, that's fine for tournaments. I would expect his minutes to eventually start ticking up. Maybe not this game. 
Santa Claus, Aldama, moved to the bench. Nah. Adams, nah. He, Adams did get in foul trouble last game, so Brandon Clark absolutely smashed. So don't be super worried about the 13 minutes there for Adams. But not a ton else there. Indiana on Houston. This game intrigues me. Two bad teams going up against each other. Um, Halliburton, Miles Turner. I do like them both a good amount. Halliburton should play low to mid-30s minutes. Miles Turner should be able to feast against his front court. So I do like those two guys a good amount. Buddy Heald, 6'9". He's fine in the mid-range, as is Matherin. Jalen Smith, minutes all over the place. Production, up and down. He's fine for GPPs. Nemhard's 4-1. He's been playing low 20s minutes. I think we can probably find better value. McConnell, also been in the rotation. He should play, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, at close to min price, I, like, he's fine. He's fine. On the Houston side, so Bruno Fernando is, uh, I think he's getting close to returning. I'm not sure if he's going to be available for this game. Kevin Porter Jr. questionable. That's pretty significant. Um, if KPJ is out, they could do a lot of different things, right, uh, with the starting lineup. Um, I expect him to play, though. I think it's just soreness. Yeah, lower back soreness. I expect him to play. And with that being said, KPJ and Green, I like them for tournaments. They're playing, their minutes are way up of late. Like, they're playing mid to high. Uh, you know, 30s minutes. Um, you know, Jalen Green has been playing extremely well. Again, I am not tilted. No way. No, not tilted at all. But those two guys do look pretty good. My boy Sengun minutes are a little bit frustrating, but um, he he'll be productive when he's on the court. Jabari Smith is fine there. KJ Martin, Tari Eason, fine. If you want to go to 4K, Eric Gordon that's going to play around 30 minutes. That's fine as well. If Kevin Porter Jr.'s out again, I just don't know what they're going to do. Um, maybe a guy Josh Christopher enters the rotation. They could go a little bit bigger, throw Eric Gordon at the two, maybe Jalen Green at the one, and throw like KJ Martin in the starting lineup. So yeah, they have a lot of different options there. But let's move on now to these later games. Denver and Dallas. So who's ready for Michael Porter Jr. with the team to himself? Who's ready for him to bust again somehow? I got really lucky fading MPJ. I only played Jamal Murray on that last slate, but if you played MPJ, you got extremely unlucky. Um, yeah, no Jokic, no Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, status up in the air. If he misses, I mean, you're going to get Bones, Highland, and Michael Porter Jr. probably shooting like combined 50 times. So MPJ was awful last game. I don't care what happened last game, though. It doesn't matter to me. Um, he's going to get a lot of shots up. He would still look good. Bones, Highland should start the point guard position. I think he looks phenomenal. Um, if Aaron Gordon is out, then you probably get a starting lineup of Bones, KCP, MPJ, Jeff Green, and um, DeAndre Jordan. But Bruce Brown should play big minutes off the bench. He'll play a lot of backup point guard. I like Bruce Brown a lot. Uh, KCP's fine. His role doesn't really change, but he's going to play around 30 minutes. Um, Dusty, DeAndre Jordan, he'll split center minutes with Zeke Naji. He played 26 minutes last game. He's fine. Jeff Green started at the four last game. He played 28 minutes. He's fine. Again, neither great point per minute. Zeke Nagy is the pivot off DeAndre Jordan. He played 26 minutes. Again, those two will split the center position. And then I don't think I want to mess with anyone else. You did see, I think, a little bit of run for Devon Reed. Oh, no, that wasn't last game. But, um, yeah, Christian Braun actually was, was the guy that uh, did see a little bit of run. But I don't know if I want to go there. So that's Denver. If Aaron Gordon plays, then I like Aaron Gordon. So, like, then I like Gordon, MPJ, Bones. Like, I still like everyone, even if Gordon plays. If he misses, just going to, you know, boost everyone a bit. On the Dallas side, so... Um, Reggie Bullock's status up in the air. Um, he's questionable. I expect him to play, though. Luca's now back, so it kind of takes everyone else for Dallas out of play. Luca, if you have the salary, looks great, but everyone else a little bit overpriced from when Luca was out, so not a ton else. If I had to pick a secondary play, probably would be Tim Hardaway Jr. at 4.5K. Boston, New Orleans, Marcus Smart um, wasn't at shoot-around. Um, his status is up in the air. We do have Malcolm Brogdon back, but he missed the last, I think, four games of that hammy injury, so I don't think he'll play full minutes. But yeah, with, with Brogdon back, you have Derek White kind of priced up a bit. Don't know how many that's Brogdon himself is going to play. Pritchard's priced up a bit. So 
Eh, I mean, if I guess Derek White, probably the guard I feel the best about. I just don't know how many minutes. If Brogdon's not on a limit, then I like Brogdon a lot. But I don't know if he's going to play full complement of minutes of his first game back. And then Tatum and Brown both feel priced about right. I think my favorite play on the team would be Al Horford at 5-7. Last game, only played 27 minutes. That was a blowout. He should play low 30s. Um, he's been playing a lot better of late. He's been way more involved of late as well. So I do kind of like Al Horford there in the mid-range. Pelicans, Zion status still up in the air. Um, we kind of know what's going to happen here. If he misses, again, you're going to see Trey Murphy in the starting lineup. You're going to see a bit more run for um, Najee Marshall um, and more usage for guys like CJ and Ingram. CJ Ingram would look good at 8-3 and 8-1. Um, JV, you know, not going to play a ton of minutes, but will be relatively productive when he's out there. He's going to split time with Larry Nance. That no, Zion being out does not affect Larry Nance whatsoever. So if Zion's in, actually, if Zion's in, I would like Nance more because like no one's going to play Nance if that's the case. Like Larry Nance's role doesn't change here. He's going to play the backup five. Um, it's not like he gets more usage. He's not going to like post up Larry Nance. He's a pick and roll guy. He gets his points from like dunks. So um, if Zion's in, I actually might like Nance more in tournaments. Um, Trey Murphy would start if Zion's out. He played 25 minutes last couple games. He would be a solid value. Najee Marshall would see a little bit more run off the bench. You're seeing solid run for Jose Alvarado. Last three games, 20 plus minutes. Good defender. So if Zion's in though, there's really nothing of the main guys that, that I like there. Phoenix and Utah. Chris Paul, once again, questionable. If he misses, more uh, ball handling for Booker. Campaigns going to look really, really good. Um, yeah, like them both uh, if Chris Paul is out. Um, Bridges had a phenomenal game last game. You will get that big game from Bridges like once every, well, it's been two of the last four games. Usually it's like once every five to ten games you get a really big Bridges game. So he's fine. Might be a bit overowned. DeAndre Ayton, just there in the mid-range. Torrey Craig, um, he's been playing good minutes. I think he's a fair value play. I mean, Phoenix is really shorthanded, so they're just giving their starters a lot of run. Um, if Chris Ball's in, then Booker's secondary play, campaign's out of play. The wings are still fine. Aiton's still fine. On the Utah side, so Utah, um, no standouts here. Like, Markkanen, fine play at the top. Clarkson and Conley should play around 30 minutes. Olenek had a really big game last game, but more often than not, him and Vanderbilt both in foul trouble. Uh, they're both frustrating rosters. Um, but they both do have ceilings. If you want to take shots and guys like Sexton, Beasley, THT off the bench, you can. But like, there's no standouts here for Utah. New York and Golden State. So I've been attacking Golden State this year. Um, and yeah, I might continue to do so. So Randall, Brunson, Barrett do all look really, really good. Um, you know, these guys should play 30 plus minutes. Um, you know, Randall had a massive game last game against Denver. So Randall looks good. Brunson looks good. Barrett's been struggling from the field. But if he knocks down his shots, we know he does have a ceiling. Um, quickly, Toppin, Reddish, fair value plays. Quickly's minutes have ticked up of late. Toppin minutes a little up and down. Cam Reddish, um, he's playing big minutes. He's pretty score independent though, but 30 plus minutes out of the last three games at 3.8K, shooting guard small forward eligible. He's definitely viable. Golden State, Steph Curry, insane game last game for the L2. 50 real life points, 74 fans points, and they lost. 10.6K is a lot, but I have no issue going to pay that for him. Wiggins, Draymond, Clay all look relatively similar in the mid-range. If I had to pick one, it probably would be Wiggins. Looney's kind of just there. I'm not really going to mess with anyone off the bench. If I had to pick one, probably would be DiVincenzo. I will mention, though, Anthony Lamb, 24 minutes back-to-back games. Um, again, I don't really trust it. I think I'd rather take the shot at DiVincenzo. But Kaminga, um, he's questionable. If he misses, maybe Lamb does see a few more minutes. Or they just dust off like Jermichael Green. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to mess with the Steve Kerr rotation on this 11-game slate. 
Finally, Detroit and the Lakers. So, Kate Cunningham, I believe he's still out. Um, I don't think he's going to be back for this game. So, you should get the starting lineup of Killen Hayes, Jaden Ivey, Bogdanovich, Shadiq Bay, Marvin Bagley. So, last game, Killen Hayes only played 28 minutes, did not shoot well at all. Um, Ivey did uh, play 38 minutes. He was supposed to start, then come off the bench, then back to starting. Um, Ivy would probably be my favorite player in the Pistons. Bogdanovich has him playing well. I have no issue want to go to him. I just know if I finally buy in, he's going to shoot awful. But um, he has been playing better of late. Sadiq Bey also started, played 32 minutes. The two wings are fine. Marvin Bagley got in massive foul trouble last game, only played 23 minutes. So Jalen Duran got a lot more run. Um, these two will split the center position. Um, I mean, I think the ceiling is probably a bit higher on Bagley if he can stay out of foul trouble. But he's also dust defensively. If you want to take a shot like Burks off the bench, you can, but there, there's not a ton other than Duran that I've interested in on the bench. And finally, the Lakers. So Lakers, LeBron James questionable status is the big one. Anthony Davis is probable, but we do have Dennis Schroeder back, um, and it was just a thumb. So like, I don't know if he's going to be limited at all. So like, that really hurts his secondary plays. And if LeBron's back too, it might just be a stay away. Um, so I want to keep an eye on Schroeder to see if he can play normal minutes. I want to keep an eye on LeBron news. I guess if LeBron's out, we can, we can maybe look to AD Westbrook, maybe Schroeder, if he's, if he's going to be like playing good minutes. Um, uh, but other than that, I don't think I want to mess with these secondary options there for the Lakers. So yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up the video. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to like subscribe, hit the notification bell, and I'll see you guys all in the next video.